Hey, Junk Muckers, it's Candace here. You are listening to part two of our season eight wrap up. So if you haven't listened to part one, make sure that you go do that now or else this really honestly isn't going to make any sense. We are starting off this episode with how crazy was Monk this season. So yeah, you're, you're going to want to catch up if you haven't listened to the first part. So go do that. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Podcast! How crazy was Monk this season? Plus crazy seasons. Well, it's still plus crazy moments. Plus crazy episodes. It's still... Plus crazy It's still plus crazy moments. moments. Okay, there you go. Okay, so we're going to blow through this list of phobias. phobias. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, Monk is afraid of internet people. Nude statues. Kinked microphones? Yeah, and Mr. Monk takes a stand when he's like, and oh, he straightens okay, it out. Okay. Devil's dung. Induced vomiting. Inducing vomiting. Yeah. And then we have a whole list of stuff from group therapy. Mm-hmm harmonicas which we actually saw harmonicas in the daredevil episode remember that's one of the things that julie like helps him with yes and yes. but he we didn't know like well he's not afraid of harmonicas he's afraid of the germs mm-hmm. but in this episode he specifically says harmonicas so <laughs> also in group therapy he says blenders and bees which we knew about bees from mr monk bumps head because he's covered in bees and he's scared of them okay. but in this episode he specifically says he's afraid of blenders and bees with blenders. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, his mother's death. This is the this is the list that he gives to Doctor Bell. Yeah. Okay. When he's like, we have one session left. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta uh-huh. do this. Uh, sibling rivalry. Fear of fear itself. And based on the evidence, fear of group therapy itself. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We also have balconies. But, I mean, technically heights, heights, yeah. but in the critic, like, he's afraid of the balcony because the girl jumps Fell, over. Yeah. yeah. Um, death over dumpster or porta potty Yep. That's in Mr. Monk. Uh, happy birthday, Mr. Monk. Dang it, I did it. <laughs> During the chase, when she's like, Mr. Monk, you have to choose porta potty or the dumpster. And he's like, I choose death. <laughs> um, he's afraid of dogs at first, but obviously he gets over that. But he's definitely afraid of dog hair, dog drool, dog poop. And dog birth. <laughs> Making water in the woods. Yeah, he's like, Natalie, I'm not going to drink any water. You see, drink water, you have to make water. You understand? <laughs> Obviously, he's afraid of bears. Yeah. Uh, he's afraid of water rings. Which this is from the bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Coaster. Coaster. Yeah. When he has the coaster on top of the other coaster. Yep. So he's afraid of the water rings. Um, he's afraid of scaffolds. Remember in the badge... The guy tries to murder him on a scaffold, so there's that. Um, Getting his blood drawn. Yep, that's in the end, whenever he's like, Natalie, give her some blood. (laughs) And then vomiting over death, because he would like the death to come before the vomiting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, eccentricities. Okay, so right, these aren't necessarily phobias, things he's afraid of, but things that he does that are really quirky. So, in favorite show, he needs a surprise alert warning. (laughs) See, you can't just come in here and say surprise. I need, like, some type of warning. Like, okay, like, surprise alert warning. Okay, this is the surprise alert warning. Okay, this is the surprise alert. Okay, this is a surprise. <laughs> Stupid. And foreign man, he hates the smell of incense. 
and make some incense. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> it takes him an extremely long time to hand wash dishes, and he dices potatoes into cubes. <laughs> it's American style. What the hell is that? <laughs> In the UFO, we learn that he's not a people person. He doesn't sweat, and he may or may not have a belly button. <laughs> He doesn't use public restrooms. Except for Gilson's, the Michelangelo. Of course, of course. He separates his antibacterial soaps, just like Gilson. Aw. He has a letter-opening equipment when trying to open Julie's acceptance letter. <laughs> okay, my letter-opening equipment's at my house. It might not be straight. Oh my gosh. He runs one dish through the dishwashing cycle whenever she's like, we're in a drought. He's like, I had an omelet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, he goes to therapy over seven times the national average and at least has gone 2,000 times. Yep. He wipes off his items before buying them. At least he does with his Windex when he's talking to Harold. He thinks the express line is 12 of the same item. Which is not correct. We learned that, um, we learned some things that makes Monk black out. One is seeing himself naked and the other is seeing a program on the Nature Channel. (laughs) He hates birthdays but loves self-cleaning vacuums. There's apparently a code red, which he tries to use on Sharona when he, he thinks that she's Natalie. He eats the same thing every day for lunch. Turkey club, lightly toasted, hold the lettuce, hold, hold the, the bacon, bacon, hold the mayo, five, five slices, slices of turkey, turkey cut both ways on a square, square plate. plate. <sighs> oh, he can't <laughs> sleep without his Trudy pillow, special red toothbrush, his flossing kit, or his sound machine with foghorn noises. <laughs> Tuesday is still chicken pot pie night. He has wipes, extra wipes, backup extra wipes, and extra backup wipes. He doesn't know how to schmooze or say schmooze. (laughs) He's never had his blood drawn. He has tons and tons of mouthwash. And the one thing that he does seem to overcome is claustrophobia. Supposedly. Supposedly. Apparently. (laughs) Okay, so to finish off how crazy was Monk this season... It is time for our choice crazy moment. Noah, would you like to go first? My choice crazy moment is... Monk scream. It's campfire scream. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. (laughs) Oh, we need the audio for that. That needs to be like a a text message. Every time you get a text message, it's like... (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, my choice crazy moment is... This is from Mr. Monk Takes a Stand. Okay. Where he's... Well, I had two, but one of them is... I didn't know which one you were going to choose, so I thought if you chose this one, I'd choose the other one. But one of them is the... Okay, so he's on the stand, and the guy's like, I was working here all night. And he's like, were you alone? He's like, no, I was with her. And he pulls down the sheet. Oh, yeah. And then they're like... Mr. Monk, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. And like, you're making a noise. He's like, I don't think so. Like, can you read that back, please? The defendant removed a sheet revealing a naked... <laughs> okay, but this, this, that was my backup one. My actual, actual crazy moment is from the same episode. It's when they're in the auto parts store. And he helps... He's helping Randy exonerate okay. his little buddy. Okay. Okay. So Monk is like looking around and all discouraged and Natalie's like, come on, Mr. Monk, do it. Put your hands up, whatever. And he starts having this inner dialogue with himself and acting like it's Harrison Powell. And he's like, it's an auto parts store. Uh, isn't it before Detective Monk? Have you ever been inside? 
an auto parts store, <laughs> former detective monk? Do you even own a car, former detective monk? Oh, that's right. They won't give you a license. Isn't that true, former detective monk? <laughs> Objection, order in the court. And then he's like, okay, well, no, come on. Don't do this, Mr. Monk. Come on. Keep up. Keep looking. Keep looking. And he's like, well, I guess they're... Your buddy is, he's pretty short, so there needed to be a, a step stool, and, and there's no step stool, right? And he says, he didn't need a step stool, former Detective Monk. There are hundreds of things he could have stood on. Why are you crying, former Detective Monk? Why don't you stop wasting everybody's time and get the hell out of here? <laughs> and then Natalie says, objection, badgering yourself. Aww. And Monk says, overruled? <laughs> So that is a my choice crazy moment for season eight. It is so funny. Some other ones are, uh, and, and someone else, he wants some warmed iced tea. It tastes like BM. You want, <laughs> so you want warm iced tea? It was so funny. Um, obituary section, section D. <laughs> and then also in the UFO when he's in the desert and he's like, it's on parts. She's like, I've been out here for hours. And then he drops, his hands get dirty and he uses his canteen and washes his hands off. And I was like, Mr. Monk, keep going. You can do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. <laughs> okay, those are some other just crazy moments I had to, those were my backups for in case Noah chose one. I had to choose another one. So Five of them? Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Well, I didn't know if I should do the one out of the same episode, so mm-hmm. I had to back up. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> okay, guys. This is our final segment. Are you all ready? Here we go. Oh, God. Okay. Rate this season. Okay. This is, this is the most exciting part about our season wrap-up. I sure. think so. Okay. Bo show, babe, bo. Okay, guys. So we are going to start with our number 16 episode. So if you guys know... As you guys know, if, if you're watching this out of order, then what's wrong with you? <laughs> so we give our ratings at the end of each episode. I give my rating, Noah gives his. So we average them, and now this is the list of our average numbers. So we have what we've scored it, what it scored, and we'll tell you that as we go along. We're going to start with our number 16 and end with our number one. Okay? All right. So our 16, number 16. ranked episode this season is... Mr. Monk's favorite show at a whopping 6.25. Yes. This deserves to be at the bottom of the list. 100%. Why, Noah? Just quickly tell us why. What's wrong with it? Okay. Monk is a kid's show. Not a kid's episode. Okay. Very... uh, Makes your skin crawl. Makes you cringe. Yeah. Very sad to watch. It feels like Monk getting his only good part about his childhood basically destroyed. It's just uncomfortable to watch and... Frankly, boring? Yeah, you were bored a lot. Yeah. Bored. That's true. Grossed out. Cringed. A lot of bad emotions. Not gonna lie. Yeah. And and it's a season opener. And and so it is a season opener. It's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so for Chi, this was her number nine. Ugh. So interesting. Interesting. Okay. How? I definitely underrated this one. So I rated this one a 7.5 and you gave it a 5. So if I could go back and score it again, I think I'd give it an 8. Uh-huh. It's not too big of a difference, but it would have put it over another episode for me that I think should have been. But it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I just think it deserves a solid 8 in hindsight. The fact that we watched it together I think was probably a mistake. 
for like for me because for you it was the same but for me it was just it was really sexual and just honestly like a really weird strange like season opener yeah. um, but i i think it's a fun episode it has because like, i watched it with toby and just had a different perspective on it it has monk being really giddy to see the actress when he's waiting in line and he's quizzing all the people and natalie eats page 73 which is mm-hmm. hilarious monk returning the book is hilarious <laughs> he's like what's wrong with the book he's like she's a whore <laughs> so funny and has one of the best summations with the 70s flashback where he has his afro the kids Aww. are being like meth heads and strippers <laughs> and all this stuff it's so funny murder's never the answer it's so funny i don't see a dime how do i even know that kid's mine it's it's it has very very funny parts but yes it's very inappropriate but yeah i i think i would have rated it a little higher but also part of that rating was because it was a season opener and it shouldn't have been in my yeah, opinion. So yeah. that was our number 16 episode. So good job. Yeah. All right. Okay. So number 15. Number 15 is Mr. Monk and the UFO, which is so crazy because so many people, this is their favorite episode of the whole series. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't see it. I don't know what's happening. Disgusting. Let's see. What did she say? What did she rate it? I think, no, this was number 15 for Chi. Which is technically number 16. Yeah, right. So true. Yeah, that's kind of confusing. Probably should have. So this was her last ranked episode, basically. Yeah. Okay. So. Bottom of the leaderboard. Uh, it was a 6.25. So it was actually the same. It was actually the same number as the other one. Yeah. So I guess I just made an executive decision on that one. Would you agree with that? What? That the UFO was better than. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. That's what I figured. Okay. So I rated this one a 6.25. Noah gave it a 7. This definitely should be at the bottom of the season as it is. For me, it's way below favorite show just personally. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, I don't have many good things to say about this one. It was a... It just missed the mark on a fun adventure for Monk. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's almost trying to be like bumps its head. Like being in the desert and stuff. But it's just not nearly as good. And then the crime with the brother-sister... Is like the big game. Yeah. But again, Monk coaching basketball versus what they did with the aliens in this episode, not the same. Yeah. So we do have Monk parched in the desert, like I said a few minutes ago, and the final scene with his hand thing where he's like, I'm not human. And that's <laughs> pretty cute. But other than that, it was pretty boring. Uh huh. Sorry, Lindsay. Yeah. And others. And others, because she's just not it. I don't know. Not it, not it. Even like, I mean, not to take away from your he's the guy, but even like Boom Boom, they could have gave him more. Like they could have done something. I don't know. Like even like the sheriff stands out more to me than his character. Mm-hmm. And I want to say Modern Family was on the air. Was Modern Family not on the air? Did we ever look into that? This would have been 2008. So. This would have been 2008. And so. When did Modern Family air? 2009 is when it started airing. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Okay, so that makes sense then. Mm-hmm. This was mm-hmm. his big break. Okay, this was his big break. I'll give him a, I'll give him a pass. But, yeah, so Mr. Monk and the UFO, not... not. I think that was our biggest criticism for both of us was it... it that sounds like a really great adventure that it doesn't feel like they pushed enough. Yeah. Granted, there's no such thing as aliens. I mean, in in monk land. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a good way to say it. Okay. 
Number 14, Mr. Monk Goes Camping, 6.75. I, it's a little bit low for a rating. There's a way bigger of a gap between 15 and 14 than 14 and 13. It's only 0.25, and from 14 to 13 is like a whole point in itself. That's kind of confusing, but I don't know. It's, it isn't, it's not that bad. I still enjoy watching it. But what was what was bad about it? Why is it at the bottom of the list, though? I gave it a 7.5, which... I rated it way lower than you. Yeah. Um, it's... I don't know what it is about it. It's just, frankly, pretty boring. Um, Monk doesn't get his badge. Mm, yep. Kind of just, like, playing with us, it feels like, with the badge, but... Yeah, because, and then we also discussed, like, how kind of Randy-centric it was. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Randy episodes aren't that great. Yeah. And they, and I don't know what it is about it, but it just, sometimes it's just, it's just like that for him. I don't really get it, but this one definitely misses the mark for me. It has cute moments, but mostly, they're mostly Randy moments that are the cute moments. Mm-hmm. Like when he's telling the campfire story to Monk and Monk ruins it. Yeah. And he's like, thanks to modern medicine, the guy did not have, and he had a prosthetic hand and all this. It's funny. Um, you know, like he says, like, happiness is a choice. And it really just, his overall happiness to be camping and going with the kids in the first place is like the only kind of redeeming quality. Like, I think it was cool that Randy got to be a good guy. Like, it showed off one of his best qualities was him being a good guy and taking his little buddies out. Mm-hmm. And as far as Monk, he had some funny scenes, but just really just the bear and the rest of it was all schmoozing yeah him trying to impress a kid is so cringy like anyone trying to impress a kid like oh hey you know i I like your mom oh you know it's so cringy under like any circumstance and then following it up with him not being reinstated and making him look crazy exactly for not understanding that he wasn't reinstated it was like super cringy too Mm -hmm. it's just a miss another miss of an episode where monk going camping should have been yeah. Should have like think about the think about these episode names. Mr. Monk's favorite show, Mr. Monk and the UFO and Mr. Monk Goes Camping. What any of those titles you would be excited to watch those? I don't know about favorite show. Like favorite TV show? Sounds kind of lame to me. But the other episode Mr. Monk and the TV star was good. Oh, it was. It was good. That was a good one. Where the girls the yoga and she's yeah yeah see that's a good episode that's a good episode. it's exciting so. I remember it so <laughs> yeah there you go okay um so yeah um let's let's go on to the next one which is number thirteen Mr Monk takes the stand it's crazy that it's that low I mean it's not a it's not my favorite episode ever but it's definitely I think all the rest of them are better but I think it's a okay I don't know like the ones ahead of it are better yeah no definitely but I'm just saying like. Compared to other seasons, this season is so good. Oh, okay. Like, the next one, which I guess we'll talk about next time, or next yeah. number, yeah. is, like, surprisingly low. It feels like a... Like oh, a, I get what you're saying, yeah. Above at least top 10, and it's 12. Okay. Yeah, so this one, uh, the number is 7.78. Yeah. So, I guess maybe... That has something to do with it. How, you know, like our numbers. So, mm-hmm. but for me, this episode was just lackluster and it was almost strange how lackluster it was. It had a really good premise, 
like not necessarily an exciting title like Mr. Monk takes the stand what does that even mean yeah but the premise of it just it didn't pay off like he's going against undefeated guy and it should have been like more of a tussle and it was like Monk got defeated I don't know all we really wanted to see was Monk get revenge on Harrison Powell by the end, and we didn't even get to see it. Yeah. It was just a, th- a theory, oh, he did good, Monk, and that was it. It was like, okay. Yeah. Like, very um, genius. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Right? There were tons of plot holes about his defense, which was also the premise of the episode, because mm-hmm. Monk had to lose first in order to win, and then the marble and trying to question Monk's credibility just doesn't make any sense. It even has a good hook. Being the summation at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And it's like, here's what happened. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, ooh. And then it just doesn't deliver. Mm -hmm. We do have Randy and his little buddy. And I did appreciate that. And I feel like maybe, possibly, if we knew who the actor was that played Harrison Powell, we would have liked it better. Yeah. Because a lot of people seem to like him. And Mm -hmm. we don't know who he is. So, again, we're like, there wasn't a lot of guest yes, stars yeah. and they're like there's this guy and we're like i don't know yeah j d j moore j moore j less is what you is call maxwell no. i don't know where i got that from maxwell no it's, maxwell. No, it's j moore because you maxwell. called him j less is there a maxwell top of mind do you know what that is three two uh, one coffee. maxwell oh that's what? not what top of mind is Oh, I thought you said what is Maxwell. Top of mind. Oh, no, I don't know what that is. Maxwell's a coffee brand, isn't it? It's what I said. Coffee. Yeah. You said one, two, three. I said coffee. Okay, okay, because top of mind is basically like someone says a name and then you have to go, like, you have to... What's on the top of your head? Yeah. So if it's like... Like top of mind, top of head? Sure. It's like like if someone said, like, Tony, then you have to think of Tony's. Shalhoub. Tony Stark. Oh. But yeah, and then you just say, and then you get to be like, oh, I was the kind of thinking that or whatever. So it's just like our other game. It's like our other game, but it's called Top of Mind, and it's different. Cause you're not you're not like going you're not like three two one and then like keep building off of uh-huh. that. It's just kind of a one time thing. Like David and, then and Goliath. Like... Yeah. Is that <laughs> not right? No, I mean oh, that's how oh, it works. Okay. No, that's how it works. But then you're like, what the heck do I say after and Goliath? No, no, we just say it at the same time. I don't know. I don't oh. know what I was going to think of. David Spade. Boom. Oh. That took me a while. But <laughs> House of Cards. That's like not Spade? how it... Oh. Ace of Spades. What? I don't understand. What? No. Okay. Here's all... Okay. Everything... The directions. Name, we say whatever comes to our mind. Oh. We try and think of another name. Oh, we try to guess the same name. No, we, it doesn't matter. Oh. So then what's the point? So, Judy... <laughs> Judge Garland. Garland? Why do you wait for me to say yours? Well, yeah. Oh I'm no, not we're to. not supposed oh. to. Okay. Think of a name. Tom. Hanks. Sell it. Hank. Tom Hank? Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hank. <laughs> Tom Hank. <laughs> okay, let's play after. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what was your what's your take on Mr. Monk Takes a Stand? My take is, um, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy this one very much. Like you said, it was really exciting, and it was re- I was really excited to see what was going to happen and how it was going to play out, and then it was, like, it was very, like, good on paper, but for, it just didn't deliver. Yeah. So. Yep, I agree. That's pretty much all there is to say about it. 
Oh, wait. Where was cheese? Mr. Monk takes a stand. Oh. Uh, let's see. Hers was hers was the second to bottom. So hers went UFO and then takes a stand and then camping. So we had the same bottom pretty much. Okay. Except for favorite show. She has way higher. So. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Number 12. Mr. Monk and the Voodoo Curse. As I was saying earlier, this is kind of like a 10, 8 episode maybe. Or not like out of 10, but like mm-hmm. out of the ranking. It should not be 12 or like... It just shows how good the episodes really are this season. So yeah, Mr. Monk and the Voodoo Curse. It is an 8. We both rated 8s. Oh, yeah. Pretty straightforward. I mean, it was a above average episode. There was a lot of Natalie... There was a lot of uh, Supernatural, mm-hmm. and was, I mean, it was a faceless regime, almost, that Monk had to face. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah. It was a fun episode, for That's sure. That's true. Uh, going back and watching this one, I'm kind of surprised that I only gave it an eight, because it was a, a really, again, another really good premise for an episode. The fact that the voodoo dolls were the only explainable, like, option for how all those people died was really good. Yeah. And, which we don't see a lot, is that they kept it under wraps until the very end when you figure out it's the paramedic that's the killer. And she's like a little bit out of left field, but not enough to be like, who was that? Because they talked to her at the beginning. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my uncle died and he liked horseshoes and blah, 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 blah. Um, As we discussed, though, there is a little bit of like plot holes in it. But everyone giving Natalie like a hard time about voodoo and then like coming around to believing her because it was the only option. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And the fact that they cared about her too was just a good storyline. Yeah. Um, also, Meatloaf, he did a really good job like in his role. There's another big guest star that we have. But um, it just I'm, I mean, I didn't listen to his... He's the he's the reverend. Oh, yeah. Jorgensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did really good. Um, him and Tony, they have some really good like chemistry mm-hmm. together. Which I mean, Tony's really good. So <laughs> I don't know if I can put that to Meatloaf. chemistry with everyone. But... Um, I, did, I like this one. It kind of gave me Three Julies creepy vibes. Not as good as that, but but good. Yeah, for sure, so. for sure. Okay, um, also, Chi put Voodoo Curse as her number 12 episode. Oh, so, matchy. There we go. Okay, next is Mr. Monk and the Badge. We rated this one. This is number 11. We rated it at 8.125. I gave it a 7.5 and you gave it a, a 9. 9. Why did I give it a 9? What was it about? Oh, God. Mr. Muck and the Badge. He gets his badge back, and then he, uh, him and Natalie are really excited, and they're giddy for each other. And then she goes to the Coldplay guy. He goes to work. He's on his headset. Um, he go. He gets off the headset. He goes out to patrol with the cat lady. Um, there's the crooked cop that he thinks is crooked with the coupons and the dollar bills. And then he's like... They're like, you know, shut up, Monk. They go to his funeral. He asks them about the funeral. And then Monk kind of puts the pieces together when he's at the cat lady's house. And he's like, he couldn't have seen that looking down through the window of the license plate. So that window washer's a liar. And then he figures out the window washer's lying. And then he goes to see him on the scaffold. And like, That's pretty good. I don't know about nine. Nine's a little high. Well, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it now. Yeah. But, hmm. Maybe, I will, I will. maybe Voodoo should have been number 11. I, d- I mean, I rated, th- this is my rating, I rated the badge under Voodoo Curse and under Takes a Stand. Whoa. Holy crap. 
I rated it. I rated it the same as favorite show, but I like the episode favorite show, and I don't like the badge. I don't like this one. It's. I like it. I will say that this is a very unique episode, and the fact that it's probably one of the only episodes besides the last two that have to be about a certain topic, mm-hmm. like kind of like buys a house had to be about Doctor Kroger's death, but the badge from day one is a storyline. So the writers probably should have thought more about it than they did. Whereas like Dr. Kroger's death is a surprise. Yeah. This isn't a surprise. So it's not, again, not exactly the same as the last episodes. The last episode seemed more thought out and this one doesn't. Mm-hmm. I also thought the crazy cat lady was extra and the window washer and his ill-timed murder that he's trying to kill him and everyone's watching him like as if that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then also Monk quitting after a week. It was all just like, eh. I still yeah. think that they should have made it a season-long storyline and then faded it off. Like, st- make a season 08, episode 1, final season of Monk, Mr. Monk and the badge, boom. And then if it doesn't work out, then they kind of fade it off or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he did try. He gave it a try and it just wasn't for him. But Very Simone Biles. I have to take a step back for my mental health. He did. <laughs> Great, his mental health again. Yeah. Um, the part I did like, though, was when he kept keeps saying the Detective First Class Adrian Monk. And he, he's, like, wearing the headset. And he's like, this is Detective First Class Adrian Monk. I'm wearing a headset. <laughs> so stupid and funny. But, yeah. So that was number 11, Mr. Monk and the badge. And the badge. All right. Wait, where did she have this one? Go, 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 go. Number eleven. What? So we're going. We're going up the ladder. We're so far. We're almost exactly the same on our lists. I believe. Okay, let's keep going. This next one is number four for G. If I'm correct. No? It's number two. Number two. Well, t- I guess technically number three. Number two. With, number three. With oh yeah. Part yeah. one and two. Number three. Um, number three for her. Number ten for us. Happy birthday, Mr. Monk. With eight point five. I rated it a. 8.5, and Candace rated it a 8.5. That is correct. So, that's uh, a good episode. I'm I'd, I'm happy with 10 for sure. I don't know. I don't know why I rated Voodoo so low, but I feel like Voodoo might have been a bit better than this. But I am happy about this. I rated this higher than Voodoo. Oh, wait. Did I rate this higher than Voodoo? I, yeah, because I gave Voodoo an 8 also. We both gave Voodoo 8. I think it was just, I think, I don't know. I feel like maybe when you watch Voodoo at first, you're kind of like, oh, that, that wasn't bad. And then looking back on it, you're like, yeah, that was good. That actually, like, it was pretty suspenseful. And it, mm-hmm. like, keeps you on your toes. And it's a really good, like, crime. Who who done it? Who done it? Yeah. And happy birthday, Mr. Monk. The crime was really secondary. And the adventure was Mr. Monk's birthday. Yeah. Um, it's just definitely more in the moment. Yeah. So... We did this one for our special listener episode, so that's that. Oh, yeah. So that probably gave us a little like extra point five, yeah. just because the episode wasn't that great. But um, it's interesting when you dissect the episodes that they almost appear better like on paper than in execution. Like if you said all the things that happened, like if I told you what happened, you would probably enjoy it more than actually watching it. Yeah. Like. Monk goes and he gets a self vacuum cleaner and he dances with it and falls in love with it. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Natalie tricks him 
and they go to the crime scene and he thinks that she that she threw a surprise party in the closet like there's a lot of like things that but just watching it is a little slow i don't know yeah i will say that what gets it up to an eight for me is the chase scene and the like gotcha moment when Mm -hmm. she's like happy birthday mr monk and they open the thing and you're like oh my gosh that whole chase was fake and then the guard, they're like, oh, what about, he's like, oh, wow, the, you shot the guard or whatever. And they're like, yeah, that was real, though. We had to sell it. He's like, <laughs> what? And they're like, oh, I'm just kidding. It's so funny. And the vacuum cleaner, like I said, is really cute. The actual party was cute, too, with yeah. Monk being super happy, Cowboy Hank. And then Randy wants to leave. And she's like, you're not leaving. And it's funny. Uh, but the end was really satisfying. It's one of the only times that we see Monk get a win. Yeah. Because he's feeding Natalie the cake, and it's really sweet. But I just feel like they relied really heavily on the monk adventure and they didn't lean into it enough, maybe. Or just maybe the maybe the crime was the lackluster part. The mm-hmm. birthday was fine. The crime wasn't good enough. So, and I think you said this and I noticed this upon rewatching was that it was a very consistent episode. There was not a lot of ups and downs. It was just really, really consistent until the chase scene. Yeah. And then that's what gives it the extra like, okay, that wasn't so bad. But to get to that scene, that scene's like the last seven minutes. So, yeah. But yeah, so that's our number 10. Number 10 episode. Okay, so now we're on number nine. Mr. Monk goes to group therapy. This one scored an 8.5. I rated it an 8 and Candace rated it a 9. I love this episode. The Herald action in this is so strong. This is the last episode that he's in, and it's pretty evident thinking back because he is like, they give him all the jokes. He is nailing them. With his first, he's like, his his wipe joke, and he's like, oh, yeah, I used to take my wipes like that, and I would pull a wipe out like this, and I would wipe my hands, and I would fold it into a square, and then I would stick it into my coat pocket over here. I was pathetic. <laughs> and then Dr. Bell, you're a godsend. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Gracias. Donke Shane. Spasibo. Arigato. <laughs> I wish I had an assistant. She could grieve for me. <laughs> and then when Monk, uh, he's like, Harold goes, I made $210,000 last year. How much did you make? And Adrian pauses and he's like, two million. <laughs> <laughs> he's a liar. He's lying. It's so funny. And then he convinces Adrian he's the killer. With his own, here's what happened. And he's like, Hugh had the motive. That's what a guilty person would say. Monk's like, oh yeah. And he's like, here's what happened. You were so jealous of our group and all this. And he's like, <laughs> killing us off one by one. It's so funny. <laughs> and then they're in the back of the trunk. Or they're in the trunk, I guess. And he's like, my side's quieter. <laughs> it has the Your side has the muffler and all this. He just has so many great lines and scenes. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have the opposite killer. Which is hilarious. <laughs> Randy would be killed by a fine, falling rocket scientist a long time ago. Um, then in the end, we see Monk and Harold Bond in the trunk. And then the my like favorite line of the whole thing is when the guy's like, Dr. Bell, do you believe in God? And Harold's like, excuse me. My friend was just speaking. <laughs> we didn't interrupt you. Go ahead. It's so... <laughs> It's such a great ending to a great arc. It's so funny. I love this one. Easily gets a nine from me. Yeah. Easy Harold action was so good. I don't know. What did you not like about... There was something that you just disagreed. I don't know if you thought it was boring or if you thought like... 
Because I remember being like, dude, no. The Harold action is crazy. He has so many good lines. She put this as uh, her number five episode. Wow. So she liked it a lot, too. I think it was a situation where I was like, it's all right. And then you kind of convinced me. But I don't know. It's... Yeah, because, I mean... what it isn't low. It isn't necessarily low. Yeah. Because I think also the crime, too, like the Xavier Danko thing, where it was, like, really obvious. That's so lackluster. When he, yeah, when he explains it, and he's like, that's Xavier Danko. He was in our group. He was obsessed with the stripper, blah, blah, blah. I don't. I think you didn't like that. Yeah. How they, like, kind of spelled it out, and you're like, okay, he's the guy. Yeah. This is boring. Yeah. But, the, again, the whole point was about Harold Crenshaw being funny, and it wasn't another crime that took the back burner. So, I could see mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So this next episode, Chi has as her number three episode, and we have it as our number eight. Eight, yeah, okay. So number eight is Mr. Monk is the Best Man, which is standing at 8.675. You rated it a 9.1, and I rated it an 8.25. That is true. A very odd rating. (laughs) I had to to fit it, because this was episode 14. I had to fit it in between somewhere. 9.1... So that means it was right above the critic and group therapy, but under... A uh, dog? But under dog. So this is just a really fun, cute episode to watch with the captain and TK and the captain fighting against Trudy or whatever. Monk having his ring and being able to be the best man. And it's just so cute to watch him and his bachelor party with the double coasters and the flower lady which was really fun to talk about it was just a really enjoyable episode i can definitely see how it could be higher it's a really comfortable number eight i feel like and it's just an all-around good episode yeah i mean i feel like the rest of our episodes are just rated really high and we really enjoyed them so i'm excited to talk about them yeah um i feel like this being this number eight spot is like right at the beginning of episodes that we both enjoy Love, yeah so yeah i really enjoyed this episode as well i know that you figured out the mystery really quickly with the stephanie briggs girl but i still really like the stalking storyline of some random person trying to ruin their wedding I feel like it added to the drama of the wedding and it made the captain like really fight for his love and not like a Steve and Natalie thing where they just go, okay, they're together, whoever she is. Like, also I like that they made you question TK and her motives and then you realize that she is the right person for the captain Mm -hmm. after like talking to Natalie and not agreeing with Stephanie and all of that. And then in retrospect too, we talked about this. I like that they named her Trudy. Because it gave us a more emotional attachment to her. Yeah. Whereas, again, Steven is not. Steven's There's random. There's no nothing. The, the thing that they gave us for him is that he's Mitch's best friend. Which it's almost really makes it inappropriate. Bad. Yeah. And so you're like, that's the thing we're supposed to like about him is yeah. that he knows Mitch? I don't know. It's a very weird. And Natalie's talk with her, like I said, is really good and super emotional. I cried again when I rewatched it. I was like, oh, Aww. crap. She's like, I never married him again for eight seconds or eight minutes or something. It's so good. Oh, it is good. Um, and then as for the episode itself, though, the bachelor party is kind of cringe, but it's also very monk. And it's pretty funny when you know what's going to happen. Like when you don't know what's going to happen, you feel like they're going to make fun of him and it's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, you're like, oh, yeah, he ordered plain pizza. No muss, no fuss. Mm-hmm. 
And the bachelor party is sinful, shameful, and surprising. It's so stupid. And then, like you said, we learned about our spirit flowers in our episode, was which fun. was really fun. Really fun. Um, I enjoyed rewatching this one. It was a really good storyline ending without feeling like it was too much the end, like yeah. the Sharona or the end. This was a nice like ending where you're like, that was really nice. Not like, that was so nice. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was number eight, Mr. Monk is the best man. All right. Next up is number seven, Mr. Monk and the Critic, which is eight point. Seven five. I rated a it a eight point five, and you rated it a nine. It's a nice rating there. Yeah, for like. sure. Um, obviously, the best part about this entire episode, Julie action. Oh my god, Julie action is what I live for. Um, pretty much carried the entire episode. Her singing, her being an actor. Mwah mwah mwah. I just can't. Her fake confession thing. When she, how she acts in it. She's like, that's him. That's the guy. He touched me. I don't know. I don't remember. It was so good. Julie did such a good job. I mean, Emmy, but. uh, Yeah. Emmy did such a good job. I just can't get enough of Emmy Clark. Oh my God. Absolutely. Um, I feel like this, this, like I said in the last one, this is the start of some strong episodes. This is a really good one. I still love that I rated this a nine because it is a strong nine. We recently said that Julie storylines make episodes extra fun, but with a still like standard monk feel. Yeah. And I felt like the crime in this one was really good. Very, very good. The pocket watch clue that he's wearing, like a pocket watch as opposed to a digital watch. The gigantic Julie scheme, like I said, um, although it's kind of plot holy. Also, Mm -hmm. like I said, but um, I love those gotcha moments. Those are some of the best, like, oh, he said, he said this, and you're like, yes, we got him. Um, And then Natalie was right all along, and nobody believed her. That is such a good, like, plot. Natalie being like, no, 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 she's my baby. She's 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 good. I know she's good. Everybody was crying. Nobody would believe, like, no one would say she was forgettable. Yeah. She's unforgettable. And Aww. so yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and of course, Gilson. Oh my god. Yup. The Michelangelo <laughs> laboratories. So good. He made this episode so good. And then Natalie did her own thing. And Monk has had his laboratory adventure. Very cute. Excellent episode. Very poised. Very poised. Uh, oh, I love this. Such a good episode. Yep. I just didn't like the beginning scene. That's it. Oh, that's, yeah. That's it. The beginning scene, that's one of the worst ones. She's like, oh. I, re- I rewatched it. And she's like, oh, you're here. Oh, come out to the balcony. Oh. Uh-huh. It's so stupid. You're like, girl, you're about to die. <laughs> if your boyfriend shows up in all black with black gloves on, you're about to die. What is wrong with you? You've got to be some kind of idiot. Let's go. Pretty sure I out put, of the moonlight. I'm pretty sure I put kind of deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. It's kind of true. Okay, let's see. Uh, Chi put this as her number. So what's the conversion? So what do I add a number? I push a number back, you push right? a number back, yeah. So then uh, this is her number nine episode, and it's our number seven. So it's, again, not, not far off. Not far off, okay. not far off. Okay, so number six, Mr. Monk in the End, part one. This got an 8.95 because Sir Noah over here. Rated it a 7.9, while I rated it a 10. I don't... I just... 
I didn't see it come to fruition. It was bland. It was boring. More than half the scenes were all filler scenes. It just wasn't clicking for me. Um, didn't like Steve. Um, didn't like the jokes, like the super long hallway, him separating his pills. Just a lot of time-consuming things so we could... It felt like we. I wanted to get to the finale. Which, that's really the only good feeling I had the entire episode. Yeah. It's just a lot of trying to waste time. That's it. Interesting. I had a different perspective, obviously, because I rated it way higher. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. I think it was a fantastic setup for the next episode. I do understand that not a ton happened as far as like wrapping up storylines in this one. But I've said this before, I'm a delayed gratification person. So I really like just getting like to sit back and watch like a movie and like not having to like have a lot of information thrown at my face and just kind of like soaking in like the gang being the gang for one last time and Monk's quirks and his OCD stuff is just funny and silly. And I will say though that Monk getting poisoned is is a big storyline. And we also have the cinematic chase to find the person that poisoned Monk. So, and then we also have him finally opening Trudy's gift, which again is like the big cliffhanger and delayed gratification for the next episode. So I loved all of the setup. I think it was worth it because I got to enjoy everything without just feeling like jam packed, blah, 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 blah. I think it was great. I think it was a great part one to a very epic part two. So. Just different strokes for different folks, people. It's true. We're and oh, we know she put this as her number two episode. Yes. So and Trudy Doctor sucks. Go ahead, or at least in this episode. Number five, <laughs> Mr. Monk and the Foreign Man. At a number nine already. At number five. Okay. I rated it an eight, and you rated it a ten. Okay. Okay. What are okay. your thoughts on this one? I. Not a five. Not a five. I'll admit. Wait, oh wait, not a not a ranking number five. Not a ranking number five episode. Should be lower. Should be definitely lower. Okay. I-M-O. Well, I kind of sort of had bullied you into rating it, rating it an eight. I said yeah. something like, I'll read your next summation if yeah. you rate it an eight. <laughs> because I wanted it to be higher. And so that's what happened. So, but what, I, I still don't really get what's what's wrong with it. You said Samuel was your favorite um, I do like Samuel. I do no, like I know, Samuel. but I'm just saying, like, so he's such, like, the... It is his episode. So what about it did you not like? I didn't like the dead wives thing. I remember that, that, didn't, to- yeah. that didn't mm-hmm. sit right with me. Yeah. It was... It felt, like, ingenuine, like, jokey about Trudy, and I was like, this kind of ruins the mood. I didn't, I didn't that like that. That is true. That was your biggest critique about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I gave this one a 10, so obviously I like seeing this at the top of the list. But the relationship between Samuel and Monk is hilarious. Monk, of course, teaches Samuel American-style everything. It's so <laughs> funny. He thinks Natalie is hilarious, two bags a day. We have Na- uh, we have Randy, who tries to impress the M.E., but with the smell of rotting flesh. He's like, oh, it's not my first rodeo or whatever. And she's like, Natalie's like, do you think that's what she likes? She thinks that's attractive in a guy who doesn't, is not turned off by the smell of rotting flesh. (laughs) Like, it's so freaking hilarious. 
But the laundry thing is like my absolute favorite. The primary colors, the whites, off whites, off off whites, left socks, right socks, the pre-cleansing cycle. And then like my favorite joke of Monk ever was, that's not how they do it. The friends, you know, Jennifer Aniston, Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> he's like, oh, we don't get the African TV. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't with that line. It is too good. It is too good. Oh gosh. Oh. I love Samuel. I love the Fort. And I love Ansara, like I said. I just, I love this one. Yeah. It's my mom's favorite episode. And it's just a special one to me. So I'm, I'm glad that I did bully you enough to get it up to number five. <laughs> and did we already say what she said this one was? Uh, so this was her, her number seven. Mm-hmm. So it was it was close to number five. It's in her top, definitely in her top ones. So yeah. Okay, so the next one is number four. We're getting up there, guys. Number four, Mr. Monk and the Dog, rated nine point five. I rated it a nine point two five, and you rated a nine point seven five. Why'd you rate it a point seven five? What what was your like? What did you love about it so much that it almost has a ten? Shelby. Oh, I love God. Shelby's too cute, too cute. Natalie's family, the family reunion, everything. Monkey explaining where the dog can go. Here, not here, here, not here, that not here. So, funny. so cute, so cute. Um, that was one of the questions everyone got the answer to. Was what did what did Monk say was bad for Shelby? Like, did he say everything's a no go or a stay off or off limits or? Something like that. Not here. It was, yeah, it was it was off limits because this oh. was off limits. But yeah, this was the girl who honestly deserved to die. This episode. The little girl. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> at the very beginning, <laughs> at the very beginning, when she tries to flush the ring down the garbage yes. disposal. Oh my gosh! Yes, I rewatched this one and I was like, yeah, she completely like escalates that situation. But she's lying. But she's like, you wouldn't mind if I did this and throws it down the thing, and you're like. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if you threw a expensive wedding yeah. ring down the drain, you psycho. For real. That girl was yeah, crazy. Okay, yeah. psycho. I, uh, it just made me want to have a dog. So cute. It was so, so cute. Here's my rate this episode, my summary of this. Crunch the numbers. Amazing crime plus amazing monk adventure that intertwines amazingly equals nearly perfect episode. 9.75. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I don't remember that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> um, I have. Okay, so you definitely liked this one better than I did. It was cute enough, and it did deserve a nine point two five. I just remembered it being better, and tugging on the heartstrings a little bit more. I was looking for a Mr. Monk and the Kid, but with a dog, and I just didn't get that. I thought that the, I did though. I thought the clue about the puppies was like really good. The tailless puppies that was one of my favorites. Um. Maybe one of the better ones of the season, which was nice because it was towards the end and it kind of felt like the other crimes were being like a little lackluster, but this one was really good. Um, Monk was really cute with Shelby. I will admit that. He gives her the tour, like you said. It's off limits. You, here's the thing about this. It's off limits. Um, he brings her home the ice cream because she loves surprises. Aww. And then they're playing with the ball with the Ziploc bag on it. And then overall, it was really cute and it was a good adventure and it was really good growth for Monk, like we said. Extremely. Um, so that's why objectively, I think it deserves the high score and the ranking. Just personally, if it would have pulled on my heartstrings, it would have been a 10. So 
Okay. That's just... Okay. We have some controversial number four and fives for yeah, our personal exactly. selves, don't we? We really do. Um, so, oh, and look, she's, her, her, the dog is number eight. Wow. So maybe she agrees with me a little bit there. Wow. Maybe, maybe. Okay. 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 Well, I'm sure we can all agree on this one. Number three, Mr. Monk is someone else. 9.625. You rated it a 9.75 and I rated it a 9.5. This is the one we did with Emma. This that was, a, that was a lot of fun. So much fun. This is a good one. So it's good. Top notch for sure. Monk being undercover. Amazing. Those are my favorite kind of episodes where your favorite character, the main character, goes undercover. Monk being someone else is so cool. Um, him being Frankie De Palma is amazing. <laughs> the best part is when he's casing the hotel room. Mm-hmm. It is epic. There are two bowls of fruit, one real, one fake. There are six, I repeat, six rolled up terry cloth towels. It is so funny. I'm touching the lamp. Still touching. Still touching. Why can't I stop touching? What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with me? me? Oh my gosh, you have Lola, Natalie T. Gerb, and every person that's intimidated by Monk along the way is so funny. Adrian, 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 Adrian. It is a classic Herald line. The obituary section, section D. There's a very good execution on an adventure episode. Yes, yeah, just it's just so good. The, the best opening to a monk episode. Getting hit by a bus. Yes, getting hit by a bus. That was like, oh, yeah. Holy crap! What just happened? That was really good. Monk, what do I have to do with this? Natalie covering the cigar. Uh-huh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. What is that? Some type of black chalkboard. No chalk. Oh yeah. yeah that's when he's casing the joint. It's the TV and he's yeah. like, there's a some um, type of black chalkboard. No chalk. <laughs> they, it's just, just a great episode. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Even it's though the plot, holy, the plot holy of the doppelganger, yeah. you're like, I don't give a crap. I'm watching it and I'm going <laughs> to love it. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely one to rewatch for sure. I did. I listened to um, the Randy Disher podcast with Tim Bagley, which, you know, plays Harold Tim Crenshaw. Bagley, yeah. And his was a really good interview, by the way. It was really good. That would have been really cool if we had him on our show. But anyway, um, he said that if I'm not I'm misinterpreting it or not, the story of when he said Adrian, 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 was I don't think, from his telling of the story, I don't think he was supposed to say it that many times. I think what he was saying was Tony's turned around and that he says Adrian, Adrian, and the more that he's saying it, the more he sees Tony breaking and he can't turn around to look at him. Uh So he keeps saying it. And so I was like, that is so cool. I love that line. And it's just like, can you imagine Tony's just like, oh crap, I can't, not yet. Like trying not to hold it together, hold it together. I was like, that's a good story. Even even if that's not how he meant it and I interpreted it that way, it was a good story. It's like, I couldn't tell if he meant that there, it wasn't in the script that many times. Uh-huh. Or just, you know, like how many times he said it, but I was like, that's just funny. So if he just funny. keeps going. <laughs> and there was just, there was so much good stuff in that interview. I, I'm sure most of you guys listen to it. I try not to listen to it because I don't want to repeat everything he says. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> listen to my podcast. It's like his podcast, like whatever. <laughs> so I try to just stick to us, but that was, I thought that was a good anecdote about that scene. 
All right. Are you ready for number two? I am. Oh, wait. Where was, uh, where was the last one? Mr. Monkey is someone else. Oh, my gosh. So, number 11. It was. What happened? Gee, what was the thought process there, bud? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. All right. She has some thinking to do. Number two, Mr. Monk and Sharona. This one got a 10. I rated it a 10. No, we rated it a 10. 10. (laughs) I love this episode. What do you have to say about Sharona? As a a Natalie lover, as a original Natalie watcher, what do you think about Mr. Monk and Sharona? Sharona's back, baby. It is just electric. It is fun to watch. Especially after having being deprived of Sharona for four seasons straight, having her all in one episode, her flair, her charm, her accent, just yeah. everything, her fashion, just yep. Benji, it's just too much. It's so good. Definitely deserves a 10. Definitely deserves to be number two. Definitely a great episode. Nice. Couldn't have said it better myself, but I'm going to try. Okay, I love this episode. We watched this one together, mm-hmm. and I cried multiple times. I was trying so hard not to cry, but I couldn't. I was so overwhelmed with emotion just seeing her again. We all know that I'm Team Sharona, but unbiasedly, like, I, Biddy Shramp killed it. Uh-huh. And the writers killed it on this episode because the banter and the self-awareness of Natalie and Sharona, obviously given to them by the writers... But it felt so organic. Yeah. It And it helped get the message out of their similarities and their differences. That mm-hmm. we all compare them and we all talk about them. It was pure gold. Them fighting over him. The reunion between her and Adrian wasn't super emotional. But you helped me see that it was very monkish. And he's like, yeah. hey, you still got it. You're like, so cute. However, their goodbye was emotional. And when sure. Adrian is faced with leaving her again, he gets emotional and he hugs her and he misses her. And it's so sad. Very and this sad. was the goodbye that we never got to see. And we all deserved. And the characters deserved it. And the cast deserved mm-hmm. it too. So the I show. love seeing Sharona and Biddy again. Love, 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 love this episode. So love good. this episode. So good. All right, guys. Okay. Oh, and Chi, this is her number five episode. So above that, she has the best man uh, and happy birthday, Mr. Monk. And then the end part, one and two. So let's do number one. Mr. Monk in the end, part two. Yep. The very last episode of Monk, standing at a 10.5. Me rating it a 10 and Candace rating it an 11. All right. You want to you wanna start? Well... You might think, well, of course, this is the number one episode. However, I was scared to death that this episode would not be at the top because Noah rated the first one. He tried to rate it a seven. And I was like, what is happening? He's not going to like the end. I am freaking out. We did all of this two years of hard work and Noah doesn't even like it Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, this is going to be bad. I was like, oh, crap. And then, like I said, me, I don't think I've watched this since high school. Mm -hmm. The end, end. So I don't think I've watched it in about 10 years, like since it's been aired. And I remember my biggest thing that stood out to me was Molly being a crutch for Adrian and him not growing, him not growing, him just latching onto her 
like he did Trudy and him not growing. And so I was really nervous because I just didn't remember how it panned out. I remembered the beach scene, but I didn't remember her saying like, no, I didn't remember him still having his job. I did not remember Natalie staying. I remembered her being with Steven, but I didn't remember her yeah. still working for him. Yeah. Which is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. He's still detective, you know, he's still former detective, former, former, former detective, <laughs> Adrian Monk. And that is a crazy way to end it. So I will never be able to say enough about this episode. As I said in our last episode, it's hands down one of the best series finales I have ever seen. The way that they sum up everyone's storylines is just so satisfying with nothing left to want or to ask for. Mm-hmm. Each scene is perfect to a T. The Trudy scene, the judge scene, the Molly scenes, the montage, and then everyone's ending scenes. It was just epic all around. And the acting was superb. And I honestly don't know how Tony didn't win an Emmy for this. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I looked it up of who he lost to, and he lost to Jim Parsons from The Big Bang Theory, who plays Sheldon. What? And... I mean, that show was really big, and he I know he does. he's a scientist, and he has a lot of lines to learn and all that stuff. But Tony Shalhoub is just... And I know he's won before, and I'm glad that he has. But just that... He submitted the end to... Oh. Yeah. Remember we talked about how they submit episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They submitted... He submitted the end for his, his Emmy nom. And it's just like, how can you see... I, the only thing I guess I could see is if he wasn't funny at all. Mm-hmm. And he nominated for a comedy series... And then he acted, like, sad and stuff. Yeah. You know? But, man, his acting is just something out of this world. Mm-hmm. And, and then God acting. Yeah. And then also the, the Molly scene alone and the Molly storyline, so well done. It did not feel weird or forced. Very organic and true. And I loved it. For sure. Loved it all. For sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, first thing I would like to say, way better on Melora Hardin's part with the acting from part one. Yeah. Million times better. Um, Rickover, Ethan Rickover, just um, an amazing actor, really, really good. Like mono v mono. Monk being sick, Monk being just sick and being sick, like amazing, like cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tonight I'm the judge. Oh my god, I can't get enough of that. D- uh, Doctor Bell's in this. I mean, mm-hmm. Monk and Molly just. Really, really good acting in that scene where Monk meets Molly. Definitely better than part one. I will always stand by my rating on part one. Um, but the montage at the end always makes you cry. I know. Always, always, always makes me cry. Um, I watched it again and it made me cry. <laughs> I, di- I didn't watch the final episode because I was like, no, I don't want to watch the final episode again. I just saw it multiple times. And then I was looking for a scene because I do Wacky Wednesdays on Insta. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for Mr. Muck in the End Part 2 and someone had posted like just the montage scene with the Randy Newman song. And I was like, I won't cry. And I clicked on it <laughs> halfway through. I was like, son of a. <laughs> and exited out of it. And I was like. No, I'm looking for a funny scene. Stop. <laughs> it was so bad. I cried. Randy Newman has a way, people. It's not me. I should have put it on mute and see if I still cried. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just so good. Um, only critique, Steven. <laughs> but then I was thinking about it because I was writing, like, the relationships part and, like, it, we just kind of presume that they're together because he's not like with her in the final scene. 
Like how the captain is like with uh, TK. Yeah. And Randy's with Sharona. She's not with Steven. And there the isn't end. a final scene for her. Well, yeah, like because she's with Monk. Oh yeah. 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 That. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My biggest critique was the no Benji in the end. Oh, really? Montage. That was my biggest critique of the last episode. Huh. I just hate Steven. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. That was it. That was all the things that we learned in season eight of Monk, the final season. And that that's going to do it for us. Um, oh. We have one more episode of the Junk Monk podcast. That is going to be our series wrap-up. I cannot make any promises of when that's going to come out just because... Um, there's going to be quite an extensive research for it because mm-hmm. we do want to encapsulate the whole series. Um, so Noah's basically only seen all the episodes once. Yeah. Right? Because he didn't watch them before we started the show. So he's seen all of them at some point in the past two years. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to do a lot of refreshing and come up with a lot of different fun categories to pick our favorites from favorite favorite things, favorite other things. I won't give it away, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, hopefully you guys are listening to this. We probably honestly probably won't have recorded by the time you guys are hearing this. So if you guys want to send us some voicemails, um, if you want to send us some DMs, some emails, um, any questions that you guys have, because I know a lot of our discussions and things have been limited because Noah hadn't seen the whole series. Um, but you know, like what, like anything, like what was your favorite this of all time? It's like, well, I didn't have that because I haven't seen the whole thing. Right. So, um, any questions that you guys want to ask, feel free. Um, if you want to send us, you know, stuff that says like, oh my gosh, you're the best or amazing. I love you so much. You can also do that because, you know, we're awesome and amazing. You're going to love us so much. You love us so much. So, um, you can do that. And, um, I mean, I think, I think that's it. Um, That's it. Season eight. We will. And so that you guys, because maybe you guys turn off like the voicemail number. It's 323-366-0477. Got it. 323-364-366. Okay, 323-366-0477. Oh, got it. Okay, guys. We will see. Oh, wait. How did, how was Cabo? Um, Cabo was b- 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 boring. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. What? <gasps> you didn't hear? No, what? No, what I just, happened? it was not fun. It was. What? What happened? We didn't do much. Oh. Like you just, it was like a beach thing or what? No, we just, like, all we pretty much did was eat. Oh. And it was not fun. Because we'd eat and we'd be like, this food's so good. And then we'd be like, I'm going to throw up. And then. Oh my gosh. And we barely went to the beach and I was upset. And then, yeah, it just wasn't that fun. Oh. That sucks. It's whatever. It was a nice hurrah for your summer. Yeah. (laughs) To end. Aw, that stinks. Well, it's whatever. I'm glad we waited two weeks to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> At least we didn't have to live it. Okay. For real. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you for our series wrap up in the final episode of the Junk Monk podcast. I'm in high school now, guys. You are in high school. I'm a high schooler. I'm 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 hip and cool now. We wouldn't go that far, but he is in high school technically. <laughs> technically. 
All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.